welcome back to So No One Told You, the podcast. Where we talk about aspects of life that we did not expect. I'm Melissa. And I'm Harem. And welcome back to our show. This is now episode four, where we'll be talking about adulting. All things adult. Yes, and we'll be talking about the mistakes that we've made on the way, such as microwaving a fork, machine washing a mask, and filling out the wrong text forms and stuff. Yeah, just a lot of stuff that's happened, especially recently during these times. (laughs) All the mistakes. And I guess our expectations and how we thought it would have went before we lived through this. <laughs> uh, so where do you want to begin? Well, I want to begin um, maybe going back to our trip to Miami just before the pandemic started. And there we were just living our adult life to the fullest. So, yeah, about five, I think it was five or six of us, um, we all met in college and we decided to go on a trip to Miami for spring break. And Mm -hmm. we, I think we previously mentioned our trip in the episode where we talked about traveling. So anyways, we were staying at our friend's family vacation house. So we were all by ourselves and we had to cook for ourselves. We had to, you know, do the dishes and wash our clothes all by ourselves. Just like how we lived in college. I mean, we didn't have to really cook in college because we all had our dining plans. But anyways, (laughs) and one memorable thing that happened that really stuck with me over the past few years is when Melissa decided to wash her mask in the washing machine. Okay. And and at that time, COVID was just starting to begin, and we didn't really have much knowledge in why, as to why we need to wear masks and Mm -hmm. how to, you know, regularly replace our masks. Um, So... It was a confusing time. It was a a learning time for all of us. And that just, you know, (laughs) stood out to me. I guess that's where I want to begin. Oh, okay. First off, it was, yeah, it was the very beginning of COVID. So I was the only one who wore and brought a mask because, like, I was sick at the time. I just had this weird cough that wouldn't go away. It, It had been, like, a month or two. And so I brought this mask because Hera made me and I I didn't purposely wash it. I just left it in my hoodie and then we did our laundry and I fully washed and dried my mask. And then I wore it after because it smelled awesome and it was clean by my standards. So that that's what I did. Yeah. And then afterwards, I've learned through a bunch of news articles and the infographics on social media that we're not supposed to mm. wash our mask unless it's a cotton one or you know reusable one 
Um, <laughs> the one time use only masks aren't supposed to be washed. Yeah. So that's when I realized, oh, that was a mistake that <laughs> Melissa made and we didn't, we weren't there to correct her. Yeah. I mean, I think we realized it was a mistake, like, as soon as I took it out of the the dryer and was like, oh, look at that mask. <laughs> I guess I washed it. But, Yeah. Not the not the best thing to do for COVID. It doesn't work like that. It won't. It's not reusable. Just don't don't wash the single use only masks. But also for the environment's sake, try not to buy those and use those. Use cotton masks and reusable. Yeah, ones. and when you use those cotton masks, please do wash them. Yeah, because I know a lot of people don't, and that's really not clean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, now that we're on the topic of washing stuff in a washing machine, are there any other things that you want to bring up that you have accidentally washed before? Ooh, yeah. So, I think for the most part, whenever my mom did my laundry growing up, she thoroughly checked pockets and made sure nothing was left in in our clothes. And I tried to do that, but I guess like along the way, I've I've missed some pockets and I've washed things like chapstick and lipstick, which I feel like everyone's done, but it's so heartbreaking. I I had like my favorite chapstick that got washed and melted in the washer and dryer and it was just empty which was so weird like I took it out like oh no and it's just an empty tube because it, it just gets destroyed um oh yeah and on that Miami trip I washed my headphones my wire headphones that I'm currently using to record this podcast uh yeah I left them also in my hoodie pocket <laughs> and it, at nighttime we did the laundry so we're trying to go to sleep and I hear this loud like, clanging and banging it from the drying machine and I'm like what is this noise and also at the same time I was missing my headphones and I was like oh I wish I could listen to some music but whatever and I was like I wonder where they could be and then I just started listening to that loud clanging noise and I was like oh my god I know what it is and then for like maybe 10 minutes I was just miserable thinking it's oh my god I'm keeping everyone up it's my headphones this is what's making this loud clanging and then the load finished and I went to go check and I like just immediately opened the dryer door and there were my headphones like kind of melted and all twisty and stuff but they still work because I'm using them right now I don't know if that's safe at all but Oh, yeah. I mean, if it works, go for it. Yeah, I'm surprised they still work. I was afraid, too, that they wouldn't be safe. But it's been a, over a year now, so I guess it's fine. <laughs> hmm. But yeah, it's an adulting mistake. What's something crazy that you've washed or dried or both? Hmm. I guess money. It's... A common thing that a lot of people wash. I think even our parents, you know, older people, they sometimes do that because we're, it's it's just too much work to check all the pockets of our clothes, and 
Yeah, I've watched Money before. Um, what else? Something sharp. I feel like I've watched um, maybe like what it what it what are they called? Safety pins like those. Mm. I think I put in my laundry before, and they've ruined some of my sweaters and stuff. Oh. So yeah, that wasn't a very clever thing to do. Hmm. Never done that before. But when I was younger, this isn't an adulting mistake. But when I was younger, um, my brother had like tissues in his pocket, and when the laundry load was done. Like, all the tissues had turned into, like, an egg-shaped ball after it got washed and dried. And that was the first time I'd ever seen that. And we were both, like, amazed by this. So we did it on purpose the next time. We're like, here's what we gotta do. We gotta take these tissues, shove them in the pocket. And we just, like, let the magic happen. And we we made them on purpose for a while when we were younger. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's a a better way for the tissues to to be turned into something new but like when when it goes bad the tissues go everywhere and you'll see them like actually stuck into towels and other different materials of clothing and it's just a horrible thing like you can't really take it off oh yeah i've been there one ply tissues that just get ripped and stick yeah that's awful that reminds me actually at one time I did my laundry it was a small load thankfully but I had generally light clothes and something dark got mixed in like something it was red and it made like a lot of stuff like have streaks of pink which was so heartbreaking but yeah that's happened Ooh, and another thing that I didn't do but my dad actually did to us we were on vacation, and there was a, a washer and dryer in the hotel room. And my dad was like, okay, I'm going to do one load. And he, to speed things up, dried everything on high, because I guess he just doesn't do laundry a lot. Mm-hmm. And he massively shrunk, like, all of our clothes. <laughs> like, my leggings and my tank tops could not be worn again. They were, like, a toddler size. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, what are we going to do? Haven't we all been there? I think the issue with college laundry, like doing your laundry in college, is that we don't really have drying racks or anything. We put all of our clothes into a dryer after we wash them. So, and we can't really control the the temperature. Mm -hmm. And I think I've shrunk a lot of my clothes as well. For me, because we have to pay to do our laundry, I try to, like, do two, <laughs> like, my hack was to, to wash two loads and then combine them into one drying oh, cycle. Because, I do that, too. Yeah, because the dryer's bigger, it fits. Yeah. But I wouldn't, like, um, make it hot enough. So then, it, like, everything just ends up, like, half the things are dry and then half the things are, like, wet or damp. And I wouldn't know what to do, and I just have to, like, spread it all out in my room and just let it dry, which is awful. Yeah, and what's weird is that we can extend the time of drying mm-hmm. by, you know, 10 minutes or 20 minutes at the beginning of the cycle, but we can't do it once the cycle is over. 
So that means we would have to pay the exact amount again instead of adding the time onto the existing cycle. So I feel like that's not a good way of doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't miss doing my laundry in college. Well, I don't miss it either. Also, something was messed up about the like the doors for the washers because like I think twice this happened to me i used like tide pods or like yeah pods to wash my Mm -hmm. clothes and it would get stuck in the door yeah and it would like end up i'd be like oh i'm done open it and then like either one clothing item is just like has this gooey melted half used pod on (laughs) stuck to it or like nothing's washed and the pods just like melted stuck to the door and it's so disappointing to see that happen Yeah, that's why I use liquid detergent. That's one thing that saved me from those things. Yeah, I I gotta go back to that. I used to, that's how I like learned how to do laundry, liquid detergent. Mm -hmm. And then it was supposed to be easier when I got to college, but it was not. (laughs) Yeah, so washing, doing our laundry, it was definitely a challenge. Um, Not because it was difficult or anything but because of all the other things that came with it yeah that no one told us about (laughs) right (laughs) yeah this these times like this time during covid really made me appreciate my mom who you know who really um voluntarily does my laundry for me Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do help out, but she insists because she knows how not to shrink any of our clothes. She knows how not to mix um, black clothes with the rest of our lighter shades of clothes. Yeah. Thank you, moms. Mother's Day in the U.S. just passed. And boy, am I grateful for my mom because, like... All moms just know. They know how to fix things so well. They know how to take care of laundry and stuff and cook. Yeah, moms know everything. Mom, yep, they sure do. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all be moms one day. And we'll know everything. And we'll listen back to our podcast and tell our, our kids that we weren't always perfect. Yeah. <laughs> oh. What else? Let's think. How about microwaving mistakes? You want to talk about microwaving a fork, which I didn't do. I don't know where what the story is. Please tell me what the story is. It might have been another friend of ours, but... Yeah, I think it was my room, and I always have my micro-fridge... And one time, a friend came over, and they decided to microwave these noodles that I have, maybe. And after, like, three minutes of cooking the noodles in the microwave, we realized that they weren't cooked enough. So we mixed them and then put them back in the microwave. But the thing is, my friend, I don't remember who it was exactly, but they put 
of the fork that we use to mix the noodles inside the the cup for the ramen and it just went into the microwave without me seeing it witness witnessing it mm-hmm. and like you know when you when you put something metal into a microwave it, you see the spark <laughs> yeah. and you hear the noise and sometimes it could be really dangerous like the microwave could explode or there could be a fire um but i noticed the spark right away and i took it out of the microwave which was good that i i saw yeah wow yeah but that wasn't the only time that happened <laughs> i feel like a lot of people don't realize you can't put your utensils in the microwave and they do it and then they start something terrible like a fire yeah wow it's 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 so common because it's so easy to forget i guess mm-hmm. but it's so dangerous yeah i grew up like terrified to do that so i'm always really like aware of utensils but also when i make tea sometimes i I get scared because sometimes the tea bags, like the little tag, will be stapled on, and I'm always mm. afraid that like that metal staple will like set my microwave on fire. But it won't. It's not like one thing, enough. Speaking of that, one thing that I've noticed a lot of people do in college that I had never seen in my life before is microwaving a cup of water. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know if it's because we don't have water boilers. Like we're not allowed to have um kettles or anything that I guess heats up our water, but a lot of people did that in freshman year um in the college dorms and I was shocked. Like my I think it, it was just like prohibited in my household growing up because it's just so not not great like you don't really you can't tell when the water is actually hot yeah and you don't know you know like if you don't pay attention to the water it it might you know spill out of the cup sometimes because it it starts boiling and then it just gets messy um so it was something new and i never understood it yeah that's so interesting to me because i grew up like never even using a kettle of some sort. I don't even think we owned like an electric kettle. So, I always grew up microwaving like water or like I guess we would boil it if we really wanted to make tea like hot. But yeah, I always used a microwave and then I it I don't know when, maybe high school, I learned like electric kettles were really popular like around the world. <laughs> Was, or like just anywhere just outside of my household and That's that was so funny like yeah i never thought about that and then coming to college people were like we can't bring electric kettles and i'm like what i didn't even need one my whole life interesting yeah oh it's so weird i learned my friend has only ever had rice like made from the microwave like his mom only makes like instant rice and i guess like boils water in the microwave which blew my mind because i i have a rice cooker like we don't even do that yeah i think this generation we depend on our microwaves too much we do all the instant like the cake in a mug mug cakes 
or there's just so many instant things you can make in a microwave now yeah and one thing that my mom taught me growing up was that microwaving things isn't really good for you <laughs> <laughs> um like good for how so like because i was always afraid to stand in front of a microwave (laughs) right that was one thing i think that's a general misconception that parents have yeah they they like to pass on to the next generation and just microwave microwaving in general i don't know what it what it is but in my mind i always thought it was something unhealthy Maybe it might be heating of something plastic in the microwave. Yeah. That could be toxic. Or, you know, the... What is it? The x-ray? The microwaves. The, the Yeah, the <laughs> microwaves. <laughs> that come out of our microwave. Um, that, that is toxic. But, yeah, that, that's something that my mom stressed me as I grew older and older. Yeah, I totally get that. Like, it feels scarier, especially than, like, using a stove or something. Yeah, using a stove feels healthier to me. It does. <laughs> the I think it's, it's mainly because of the things that we make on stove and the things we make in microwave are completely different. So maybe that's why. Yeah, like, microwaves you can associate with, like, quick it's not really cooked it's fast it's what is that tv dinners and like artificial stuff reheated food but Mm -hmm. a stove is food food i wonder if it was the same when stoves became a thing and you know people before that generation thought it was unhealthy to cook something on a stove rather than starting a fire (laughs) and cooking yeah they'll be like i don't want to use this newfangled machine yeah i wonder if that was a thing it's funny hmm i want to think of a mistake i made with the microwave uh i want to say actually recently not like super recently like high sometime in high school i guess I never really reheated food on my own like my mom would always do it for some reason because I remember like facing this time when I wanted to heat up like a whole meal and I didn't know how long to heat it up for I was like oh I have like rice and chicken and like vegetables like how long do I put this in for is it a minute is that too too much like 30 seconds seems too short and I I like had no idea and I just had to like keep eyeballing it and guessing until everything was heated up and then one time I heated up rice like like for way too short of a time and it was still like cold from the fridge and like crunchy Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it took a learning curve I guess it took some time to learn how long to heat things up which sounds stupid and it sounds like such a first world problem (laughs) but that was something I faced yeah, that's not stupid at all. I kind of learned how to do it in the proper way when I took physics of cooking at <laughs> BU that taught me how to calculate 
the time that needs to heat up something based on the calories of the food. Um, so that was an interesting class and a useful class to take, even though I have a memory of a goldfish and <laughs> I forgot the things that I've learned in that class. But yeah, it's definitely something common. See, now that's something where like you can apply science and math to real life. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's the only science that we need. The only science. Other than <laughs> to survive. Yeah. You don't even need to know. Like, you don't need to know what a solid, gas, and liquid really is. Like, how the cycle works, because no one's ever going to quiz you. You know, this is kind of off topic, but I've been watching a lot of medical series and, you know, K dramas that are based on a story inside a hospital and stuff oh yes hospital playlist yeah and i've kind of come to the realization that my work in this life should be more meaningful than creating art or you know writing for fun and filming for fun and i should probably go into something more useful no and really contribute um, to the world and help people. So I've been having this crisis lately where I don't really know what to do with the rest of my life anymore. Weird. And that's kind of the story of of the week for me. Interesting. I I understand that feeling so much because I wanted to be like an environmental lawyer or just like some kind of lawyer and help people. But don't feel that don't put that pressure on yourself because what you do for fun does impact people and it does make the world a better place even though yeah probably not as directly as like a doctor would or you know a lawyer something policy maker but you know writing for fun and making videos for fun still contributes something you know you help like brighten the day the lives of your friends and whoever just happens to, you know, check out your videos or read what you do, you know? But I guess now I kind of want to see more direct direct changes mm-hmm. in our society with the things that I do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've been thinking a lot about that. And I was looking at different programs like biology Ooh. and... Different things, but they all seem too difficult. <laughs> so I kind of gave up. No, you can do it. So you that are was smart. A, a quick summary of my crisis. <laughs> I'll keep thinking. Yeah, keep throughout thinking. the summer, you'll find peace with whatever you figure out. I know you will. Yeah, and I I just want to study. I want to keep studying. I like studying. I like learning. Um, I like teaching. Maybe not a language. I don't like teaching a language, but maybe I could find something different in teaching. You could teach biology. But I have to know biology to teach it. Yeah. And I don't. You could. You could. As I said, I have the memory of a goldfish. 
But if you can memorize languages and all the stuff you've learned to this point, you can do it. It's just, yeah. it's going to take effort to commit It's just that lately, I've been thinking that college was just a blur, and I don't remember the things that happened in college. That That's very relatable, though. That's exactly how I feel, and I think a lot of people would agree, because I don't remember the classes that I took freshman year, and I don't remember what I learned from them, like, at all. So, I was... The other day, I was looking at an essay that I had written in my writing class freshman year, and I, like, I was blown away that I wrote that. <laughs> I was like, what book am I talking about? What is this even about? So, yeah, I don't remember things either, and maybe it's just the sign of the times. You know, this is what's going on right now. Everyone's kind of forgetting the timelines and what they've learned. I think it's natural. It happens. Yeah. Well, COVID really makes us think about our lives. Like this time spent alone in our childhood bedrooms really gets to us. It makes me think about how how we are adults and we're all back we're here. We're not. But like legally Oh, yeah. we're, we're, we could be independent and we could be adults and there are people like there are actors and actresses who are actually just living on their own like after 18 like that's crazy and like if if we wanted to our lives could be that way and they could be way more independent and more adulty than they are now even though I'd still wash my headphones and my chapstick in the machine and make all these mistakes yeah for sure and so for my story of the week i think i'm just gonna switch topics and talk about how recently my friend here and i got a little too cocky because we're both learning how to like skateboard we have long boards so we got too cocky and thought, like, oh, well, we're pretty good. We could do this. And we went down, not, like, I wouldn't call it a hill, but it is a hill. Like, it's, it's like, a slight incline. It's just a really long, paved, smooth path wow. that kind of curved. And, like, the day before, I had gone down an actual, like, like rampy slant on a sidewalk. And it got so fast that I got scared and I started like uncontrollably wobbling and then I, I I just jumped off the board like I just ran off it and I was fine but I was scared I was like oh that was a little fast and I almost like ran into a tree like that's how fast it was so this day we went down this slight hill that was perfectly paved nothing was in our way but it it was too smooth and too too fast for us so here went first and she's like, follow right behind me. I was like, okay. So she goes and I go and she's like kind of out of sight and I'm kind of just focusing on what I'm doing. But then I look up and I'm going down this hill. It's picking up speed and I'm getting scared. And I see that she fell and I was like, oh, so then I just jumped off the board. I was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> and I ran to her 
and she like really badly like scraped her knee because she was wearing leggings and the leggings ripped open and it just like scraped her knee and she was just laughing she was like oh my god like i don't know what happened because i guess the shock like it didn't hit her yet um but now i'm scared now i'm scared to skate (laughs) so uh like i i do every day i'll skate like at nighttime when i go walking with my parents or something i'll just bring the longboard and just go like on flat smooth surfaces Mm -hmm. but i I have this fear now that i'm gonna fall too so i gotta get um pads and protect myself because i don't want to make that mistake again (laughs) yeah definitely do that yeah there are pads for like every single body part even for your butt oh yeah so you can get as many of as as many pads as you can and definitely protect yourself but that's so relatable especially because i recently learned how to bike and i've been Mm -hmm. biking around my neighborhood for a while now nice and i haven't fully mastered going down a hill oh my god and my apartment complex is basically on a hill so i haven't actually gotten out of the complex because everything else is just downhill so I have to overcome that fear of mine in order to fully master biking. But I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. So I definitely understand how you feel right now. Yeah, oh, that's scary. I When I was little, we used to, uh, me and my family would bike at this park. And it was just like one big loop. And there'd be one part of the loop where it would like dip down a little bit and then level off. And to me, because I was little, that was like the biggest hill ever and I was terrified. And my whole family would be like, just ride it. It's like so much fun. It's fast and fun. And I was terrified. So I would just like break, break, break every two seconds and not enjoy it at all. And I think that's what I would do to this day because I'm also not that great at biking and I would be too afraid to go down hills. But I just break a lot, which is good that bikes have brakes. I wish skateboarding, like, there was a brake somehow because there's no stopping and it's awful. But, yeah, (laughs) we'll get there. It's crazy how human-made technology and machines and things like that could actually come against us. it It could actually become a fear some sort even though we've created them i think yeah bikes and little vehicles like that's so amazing to me but also mm-hmm. it's scary but again we humans have created those so we can conquer it yeah we can conquer so many people know how to use them exactly and masters. like we can do it yeah when i was learning to drive one of the the mean teachers um, what they told me was everyone knows how to drive, even the even dogs know how to drive. So you should be able to drive as well. That was one thing that, oh that they told me. And that's really true to this day. I think if anyone can do it, you can do it too. Yeah, I think about that a lot. If anyone can do it, I can do it. And if you fall, you can get back up like nothing. A scrape is not going to destroy your life, you know? Just gotta keep powering through. I think that's a great place to end this episode. Yeah, again, thanks for tuning in. The last one of this season. Bye.
Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.